Welcome to the Lost Lowdown Podcast 104 with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back, and we're not leaving. Continuing our Season 1 commentary series <laughs> uh, with uh, Born to Run, Episode 122. So, uh, we already know this episode. I mean, if there's if there's any Kate centric episode if it's not born to run i don't know what it is i mean yeah. it epitomizes her quintessential maybe character flaw they might say yeah um, and her greatest uh, strength and her greatest strength <laughs> uh they're, they're usually one and the same that's a hallmark of, of great writing right there <laughs> great storytelling indeed uh so you know i think uh pretty people are pretty familiar with this episode uh I remember it not being the best thing ever. <laughs> well, you I mean, know, we're dealing with we're dealing with Kate after all. Any so. Kate episode has you know ha- has a limit, I think, to how good yeah. it can really be. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Kate. I, it's I Kate. you know, I like her character, but how you know, there's just not. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's other characters She's like that. She's a B plus character. Yeah. You know? That's the that's her max that she ever gets to. Yeah. And she goes way down. <laughs> yeah, um, and I don't remember this being one of the worst. I think her her first flashback is kind of weird. Um mm-hmm. I kind of feel like they messed up or I don't know, like they didn't quite know what they were doing with her at the time because uh, this is the one where they really establish what the character is all about. Um, mm-hmm. And the earlier one about staying on the farm with that guy with one arm, uh, I don't know why that rhymes, uh, uh, didn't, I, it just, it didn't really tell us much about her. It was just, it was basically just an explanation for why she's on the plane. Well, it sh- I mean, it showed that she was a very, you know, more, more, more or less a good person. Yeah. Okay. You know, like it, it gave us some personality traits about her, and then it juxtaposed that with her being on the run. You know, um, but uh, but yeah, this this definitely gets more into you know who she is. Yeah, I, I, like... I just remember the the one where she's married is the worst one. <laughs> you know, that's that's the worst flashback for Kate. You think Nathan Fillion? Of yeah, Kate I know. Great casting aside, <laughs> it it was an awful plot line. <laughs> yeah, I know. I well, that's the thing. Uh, aside from like explaining why she's on the plane, I really feel like that 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 thing of her on the farm is like that's like a season three kind of flashback. Like that's something you you talk about when you just run out of stuff, mm-hmm. you know. But like, uh, I think I think this one and you know what Kay did, of course, you know, are really about like the stuff that matters. Yeah. You know, as far as their backstory goes, like they're they're the things that they you know build on. Yeah. In the in the later episodes, whereas they never mention, even though she spent like three months before she got on the plane with him, they never mention that. Australian farmer guy. That again. was the he was the father figure she always wanted, right? I mean, I she based her she based her whole life around the teachings of that man, didn't she? <laughs> or am I, am I making something Maybe up? I don't she know. Did. Who knows? They didn't talk yeah. about it. So yeah, I mean, he was missing an arm, and she fulfilled that role. You know, she was his. <laughs> she was his arm. She was his arm. <laughs> I'll be your arm and you can be my daddy. 
Uh, he turned her in anyway. <laughs> he did, of course. I need the money. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which just, uh, I think, re reemphasized, you know, her, her uh, disdain for her father figures. So. It's true. It's true. She was betrayed by her mom. And, that, that was uh, like, yeah, that was like the third father figure that was like <laughs> her, her fake, her stepdad, her real dad, yep. this, the farm guy, yep. then her mother. Yeah. Like, yep. Man, she should be way more messed up than, than what she is. Like, she can't trust it's any true. parental figures. Like, they never have her back when it comes down yeah. to it. Oh, that's right. Right, and the other flashback, she gets three this season. The other one was about that plane and and doing, oh, a, yeah, doing the yeah, bank yeah. robbery. That's another one that like feels weird and not really getting at like the the key issues with her. Like it's that's another mm-hmm. like season that's three the, well, story. Or you could rephrase that and say it is getting at the key issues with her. They're just not that deep. <laughs> I mean, like you know what All I mean, right, like. Then. It's Kate. These are her key issues. Yeah. She needed to get that flame back. And, you know, it, it, yeah, it's it's Kate. What do you, I feel like that should be her TV show. It's Kate. <laughs> I just I feel like, like the show was always very ambivalent about her, like, because there was, there was sort of the way she was normally portrayed on the island whenever we saw her. Mm-hmm. And she was pretty much, you know, trustworthy and good and loyal and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, you know, there's not a lot that's really bad about Kate that, that we really see. But then, like, sometimes they cut to her flashback, and she's just doing this outlandish stuff because she's on the well, run. Well, she's a loner. Yeah, she, she, it's like she's ruthless in, you know, I, in quotes, cunning. Uh, you know, I I think you have to describe her that way, whether or not she is, uh, you know, just as a character type. And, uh, you know, but but when it comes down to it, when she has bigger things to deal with when she has a group of people that she can fight with and for she'll do it she's not a sawyer she's not a loner like like by default you know she was a loner because she was on the run yeah and when it comes down to it she'd rather be with people she you know she likes people you know sawyer was kind of the other way where you know he he's a loner because he didn't like people you know that any you know con people and he had a you know he he's not like kate you know that's the whole thing like they they're they're very different, even though they come from a similar place of 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 being sort of uh, you know lovable uh, villains or whatever or you know they yeah. people who do bad things but you're supposed to kind of like them anyway right you know and, and Kate's bad thing was just you know never that bad I mean for what I mean yeah she killed the guy okay but yeah I, I feel like know, that's, that's the thing that separates her from. You know, mm-hmm. a more normal character. Like it, it is like mm-hmm. it is an extra step to like instead of just running away from home or you know whatever, like reporting him to the police or something. Like mm-hmm. you know, she actually like blows her house up to kill the guy. Like that's you know, it's it's a little extra step that kind yeah. of separates her from a normal person. But, yeah, yeah, no, she's one step closer <clears throat> towards evil. Yeah, but like, but she's so many. She has all these other. But that's not her natural predilection, right? Like, right. if her mother wasn't in that situation, yeah. she never would have done it. She has to be pushed into it, but it's yeah. it's still like, it's not something you know. Like, I I don't think Son would do that. For example, she's not a killer. Well, I, are you forgetting like later season Son? Like Son. When she well, can rise to a challenge, I don't know, but... 
maybe maybe son maybe son grew into that or something yeah. as a as a character progression but i think as well, she that's stands, what i'm saying like yeah no as she stands and definitely in the beginning no yeah way, but, in the beginning yeah but, i i uh, think you know she she was willing to just sort of uh, she's pike's daughter man i yeah. mean she's she's got it in there somewhere you just don't want to <laughs> make her ta- you know bring it out <laughs> that's true that's true it's it's um, it's repressed. So when it repressed. when it comes out, it's 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 sharp. Yeah, um, <laughs> sharp and misdirected. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. Um, okay, well, let's jump into Born to Run, and we'll uh, see if it's as interesting as our conversation about it. Has been. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I hope so. Everyone get your players ready and we will sync up here. Um Okay. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Alright, here we go. Three, two, one, go. Ah, the cornfields of Hawaii. <laughs> That Hawaiian corn is pretty tasty, man. No luau is complete. Well, who's this blonde? This is Claire. We got the wrong episode. This is Claire before she had the baby. Before she was pregnant. This is one of the things that Lost does a lot. That And she's a license plate salesman. <laughs> like, they try to hide their face. And they like, love it. I, I, and it I, always looks fake. I guess when you don't know what's going on, maybe for a second you don't know who this is, but Never. in retrospect, it just seems really painfully obvious what they're doing. Yeah. I, you know, I think Evangeline Lilly just has too much hair to put a wig on. So much hair. Right? Because that wig just looks like a wig. It I mean, does. Like, it just, they're not even trying. Yeah. Yeah. Are we, oh, that's interesting. Like, I wonder if we're supposed to think that's Claire. I, she's got a. Didn't Claire have her hair like that? Sort she kind of does. I mean, it's close yeah. enough. I think they're trying to pull it off a little bit. Is she touching it up? Oh, okay. No, that's, how she's you, washing that's, it. How you, that's how you pretend oh, to die in a wig. That was supposedly die? <laughs> Yeah. They should have just had her take the wig off, man. No, see, that's the thing. They're trying to say that she had dyed her hair blonde. Now she's dyeing it black. Versus she's wear- she's naturally dark hair and has and was wearing a blonde wig. Oh, my I God. Agree. They what should've... does her hair really look like? Is it a mystery? Yeah. I think, I, I assume she's, she put it back to the regular color. Okay, I, okay, I, th- okay. I think this is her real color. And it was to say that she ha- she was blonde for a while. Okay, okay. But but you know it's a, I I agree they would have should just had her. It's kind of like the inverse of um uh, uh Mulholland Drive with the whole wig thing. Oh like, yes, yes. <laughs> all right, why is she crying? What happened? Oh no, she's reading a did note. She, did she just realize she could have just wore wigs this whole time <laughs> instead of going to the trouble of dying her? <laughs> She's looking at her credit card bill, and it's all dye, <laughs> hair dye, and <laughs> Oh, maybe not. Maybe it's something sentimental. I love it. She's still got the plane. She forgets the shit out of that plane later. Yeah, it's not about the plane anymore. So not. 
allow me to brag about my former success. <laughs> You're not you coming back him. alive, Charlie. Don't worry. He should tell he should tell stories about taking the ring to Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> Just to pass the time. <laughs> No helicopter. Don't talk about helicopters. You should never mention the H word, Charlie. <laughs> and I don't mean heroin. <laughs> oh my God! That oh guy. no! Oh no! Holy shit! This is, ladies and gentlemen, I would say the first in a long line of superfluous characters who made a big impact because of how superfluous they were. <laughs> This motherfucker is there in the afterlife. I, he will wow. not go away. It's him. It's Froger. It's yep, Nikki Froger and Paolo. Yep. They're all. He he is the beginning of a whole trend of people who come on like, oh, these guys are going to be really important. No. Yeah. They're not important, but they keep showing up being unimportant. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole thing. It's not that they're just unimportant because there's a ton of characters who are like that. Yeah. But they, they're, yeah, it's just weird. They're there too much. Yeah. <laughs> He's so convincing. I know. When I bought this, I totally believed mm-hmm. him. Yeah, yeah, totally. I was like, oh, this guy, he knows. They need to listen to him. And it's, it's a contrivance. It's a reason for them to launch. As soon yeah. as possible. You yeah, know? exactly. You're totally right. It's it's the reason they launched now instead of waiting. Yeah. And honestly, another route they could have gone, like, is to say, like, he's an other, and mm-hmm. they, the others wanted them to launch so they could still walk. So they after. could still walk, totally. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, they're, like, out there looking for him. I don't even know how they knew he was on that raft. <laughs> oh, jeez. <Like, laughs> I mean... <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. not to get too crazy, but like they have no Ethan's dead. They have no well, infiltrator. They really should. They really should have some spy, though. I mean, they should. They. I mean, they don't because they never told us that. But they should. <laughs> I agree. They should. They should, especially I after Ethan's just, dead. I guess, guess they're just kind of watching from a distance. Yeah, I, I guess that's what you're supposed to believe. But it's weird that they they really never tell us how they know who's going to be on the raft and when, and you know. Maybe they just got lucky. Yeah, it's like they're they're clearly out there looking for him, but like mm-hmm. you know that requires knowledge. They they yeah. can't just randomly go out in the middle of the night. Wrathful, can't sit here, <laughs> can't get rescued here. Wrathful. <laughs> I mean, Kate's not that heavy. Couldn't she just? Fit. I mean, would it really be that bad? Well, she could cut her hair and lose like 10 pounds, but... <laughs> She's never going to do that. No, she'll stay on the island. That's a deal breaker. Two? I'm doing this for him. <laughs> yeah, two? <laughs> oh, Michael. Man, what you're going to do to get him to safety? It only leads to tragedy. Oh, it only leads to him being damned for all eternity. Yep. yep. <laughs> God. All right, Kate's all dressed up. She's got some flowers. Mm-hmm. Where's she going? Oh, I remember this. Oh, God. This is going to end. Uh, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she has him in a vase, too. It's a pretty nice bouquet. I'm I'm taken by it for some reason. It's very colorful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is just big enough to hide her face. <laughs> Man, hair sticking police, out. police really do their job, don't they? They do. <laughs> That's what we're learning. There's... Is this Jack in a younger day? <laughs> oh, it's not. I just realized he looks like Michael J. Fox. Like uh, Marty McFly. He turned oh, yeah, I can bit. see it. Mm-hmm. He's a Michael J. Fox type. Yeah, totally. Uh oh. <laughs> Don't talk to me, I'm tying something. That's not what she wanted to hear, Jen. Don't worry, son. He's never going to leave that island. <laughs> <laughs> and when he does, you'll be with him. <laughs> it's like, no. I'm really not sure it is. <laughs> God, man, this is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. Do you know where we're going? This is, I mean, like, if the show stops here, it changes everything. It yeah. changes everything. But once Jack sees this, this is it. This is yeah. the beginning of a whole, we're going down the rabbit hole, literally. Yep. And just FYI, you guys were there in the 70s before when it was built. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you guys. You already tried to blow that up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you already tried. Oh, man. It's weird to know stuff like that. Yeah, and it's, yeah, that's something you could have just never guessed when originally watching this. Like, Jack already saw, you know, mm -hmm. 30, 40 years before. He he tried to blow that up. It's only there because he didn't blow it up. Exactly. Star Trek reference. Mm-hmm. You can't catch fish? Have you caught any fish, Sawyer? <laughs> he doesn't care about catching fish. <laughs> He, I mean, if he can eat him, but he doesn't want to go fish himself. Mickey? What? Mickey Mouse? <laughs> like, is that a... Did they vote people off on the Mickey Mouse Club or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't get that reference. That's weird. You mean vote me off, Mickey? I mean, Mickey. I, I would get a Survivor reference, but I don't know a Mickey on Survivor. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> 
golly eyes. I like my odd golly eyes. <laughs> I love the music. Maybe I know, it's creepy. creepy. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> he knows her dirty secrets. I love this. It's like, Kate, you haven't thought this through. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I haven't. <laughs> she never was very good about that. No, she, that's the that's her born to run thing. It's, almost, yeah. it's really not like like she's born to run. It's just that she's eager to run. Like yeah. She gets excited. Oh, a chance to do something. I'll do that. Yeah. Oops, I got caught. <laughs> it's not about the consequences. No, oh, it's never about the consequences. <laughs> oh, that's a great line. You gotta hand it to that. That's one of her best lines ever. Oh, I want yeah. your spot. I'll get your spot. I'm a spot getter, you see. <laughs> yeah, because I'm until then she's playing innocent, and then suddenly mm-hmm. it's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take your spot. Yeah, she dropped. She dropped the all golly eyes, didn't she? She did. Those are not the all golly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool little scene. Yeah, he he pushed her to to go dark. That was yeah, cool. yeah. He should have said because Jacob told me. <laughs> that would have been random. It's evil, Walt. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a time barrier. (laughs) Uh oh. Oh no. Somebody poisoned Mickey. Somebody poisoned Mickey. Mickey got poisoned. (laughs) Um. Acting one on one right there. Yeah. I have a pain. <laughs> Go out. Use your protection powers. Don't run. Right. Bring in the birds. <laughs> uh oh, is Kay gonna see the hatch? Gonna hatch it up. Long enough to dig it out, Jack. How many days do you think it took to do that? That's a lot of work, man. It is a lot of work. They don't have shovels either. You build a trebuchet. (laughs) Does that dig holes? (laughs) No, but it took a lot of time. Good point. Here's a pissing contest at the beginning of it. It's like, hey, what about you doing this? Well, uh, Mm -hmm. what about you doing that? It's all about perspective. (laughs) And then that's the argument. That's that's the end. And that's the end. You did this, I did that, nobody wins. Or everybody loses. (laughs) Yeah, everybody loses. (laughs) I love it. So he's like, what? 
Yeah, his dice plan like that. He's like, let me get someone who's rational and pragmatic. I'm going to get Jack. He's going to talk this crazy guy out of it. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, we should get in there. Yeah. I'm surprised uh, Saeed. I mean, he obviously has to play the scene that way because of the drama. But, like, as a man of science, I'd expect him to be curious. He's mm-hmm. like, there could be supplies in there. There could be technology in there. Oh, yeah. He, he sort of could easily, you know, he could easily want to go in there. That's but. true. Uh, she didn't see the hatch. Oh. Just what are you doing out here, by the way? Rocks. <laughs> Broken glass. <laughs> Poison. I don't know. It was a jug with three X's on it and a skull and crossbows. And... It was tasty. Ooh, put a cloth on my neck. Yeah, that's a medical cloth, all right? You can only, only doctors know how to make that. <laughs> that's a whole year of medical school. It's cloth. Uh, it's cloth. Breathe. Just breathe. That's all you have to do. That's the other year of medical school. <laughs> breathe. Oh, he's got a family, Kate. Look what you're about to do. You're about to ruin his family. <sighs> it's a baby. And he likes babies. Look at the baby. He you likes like, that baby. You like babies, don't you, Kate? Mm-mm-mm. Are you willing to die for him? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so she got in his car, and now she's just, like, hanging out in his house. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought they were just going to go straight to her mom's room, but no, they went home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, I don't think Kate went in the mom's room, right? That was the whole... That was the whole point of that scene, like, the cop was outside. Yeah, oh, okay, okay, cop's outside. That's why she needs this help. Yeah, and that's... I see. That bomb we buried. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Jughead. That would be great. (laughs) Okay, so... It's a great tree, man. That is quite a tree. Yeah. Um, Hawaii, man. Hawaii. And there's this random, like, cattle running around in the background. Um, that's, oh, that's his farm, I guess, or some somebody's farm. Yeah. So, so my conclusion, I guess it makes sense. Her mom's in the hospital. Like, this is, like, her hometown. Yeah, 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 okay. Like, otherwise... You know, they buried this thing out there when they were kids, so... Yeah, yeah, otherwise they'd have to be... they got to be where they were when they were kids. Yeah. I guess I, I never quite put that together. I sort of imagined her being in some big city. Isn't that weird that she that she went to her hometown as her, uh, I guess, original look? Wouldn't she want to not yeah. look like herself? You would think so. See... See, that's what you get when they try to fake you out. They, yeah. they totally ruin the logic of the whole thing of her changing identities. Yeah, it's just it's just a cheap thing to fool you at the beginning. 
with the water bottle. Wow, good thing that that just happened to leave a residue. <laughs> and he just happened to find it. <laughs> it's pretty random. As long as it's cough on my head, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, no, it's good time! <laughs> Not really. No, we just gave each other hand jobs. (laughs) 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 We're cool. We're cool now. I don't know, Michael. Did you poison yourself? It wasn't Sawyer. Bamboo duty? <laughs> Bamboo duty? <laughs> <laughs> How did they write that line? How yeah, that? I have no idea. <laughs> this is like this is like CSI, the islands. Like they're like two two. Two cops, you know, old school, close to retirement, and here's the young buck, and they got different ways of solving the crime. Yep. Steve, really, Hurley? Mm-hmm. I thought Steve died. John, like everything Jack just does is just proving his point. Yep. Because when Jack says you you didn't tell us about this after three weeks, he's really saying you didn't tell me about this. Mm-hmm. That's all he really. That's all that matters. Like that's if Locke would have told Jack, it would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. Then then Jack could say, "Oh, we shouldn't tell the others." Exactly until we know what it is. Yeah. Based on a true story. (laughs) (laughs) Monster Eats the Pilot. Track two? Like, he's writing an album? He's writing an album of Island Adventures. Wow. I think track one was, like, plane crashes. (laughs) Plane crashes on an island. You know, it's plane crashes in parentheses on an island. Track three will be, I found some drugs again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Track seven or eight is like, Claire's going to get on a helicopter. (laughs) I mean, a Scottish guy who sees me dying all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That one's called Deja Vu, all right? All right, now we're digging. All right. I hope they find something interesting. Like yeah, what's the mystery? I can't wait to find out what's in that hole. <laughs> there's yeah. two holes. We're, there's two holes we're waiting to figure out what's in them, right? Yep. 
This is totally parallel with the uh, hatch digging. <laughs> it is. That line was confirmation there in Iowa. Oh, there we go. Did you guys drink beers out here when you were like 13? <laughs> yep. That's exactly what they do when they were kids. <laughs> Same brand. <laughs> I hit a really loud rock. <laughs> it wasn't that deep. No, they're kids. They're going to dig all day. Yeah. You know, I always wanted to do something like this, but it's mm-hmm. it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to dig a hole. It's hard to, like, remember where it is. Oh, shit. That's the lunchbox that she steals at the end of season five. Oh, the lunchbox from the store when she was a girl? Yeah, that Jacob gets her out of in trouble oh, for. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's behind all of this. I know, this is all Jacob's doing. <laughs> and then I want you to make a memento box. That shot is weird. It's so foggy, it looks like a set. <laughs> it might be. Yeah, maybe it is a set. But, like, yeah, I don't know. That stuff in the background just looks kind of fakey. Mm-hmm. But it might be real. Sometimes the real stuff looks fake. Okay, wanted to run? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is the like confirmation that yeah, she she's always been born to run. But anything turned out I have a perfect life and you don't. <laughs> oh Tom, I'm not gonna think about you after this season. He's cheating on his wife. He is. And his baby. This is what Kate does to people. Yep. And his baby. (laughs) (laughs) You're betraying your baby. (laughs) They don't want him kissing strange ladies. (laughs) Unless they'll (laughs) breastfeed him. She's not doing that. <laughs> She's not going to do that. <laughs> See what I mean? Like, that, that fog in the background no, they're, they're, is like... That's, that's coming out... I mean, that's not real fog. That's a smoke machine. Yeah, that's why it looks fake, probably. That's, yeah, yeah, totally. I've never seen that. Like, you know, usually when there's fog, it's in the whole sky, not just low on the ground yeah, like that. exactly. Yes, I feel pain. (laughs) (laughs) Now it makes me think he's lying. 
came to tell Locke that he didn't poison his dad. Mm -hmm. Wow. Locke's like his priest or something. Yeah, well, he's got a he's got a complex about his own like morality now. Yeah, yeah. Like when bad things happen, he's uh -oh. worried people might think it's him. Uh oh. Don't what what? Don't what what? Thing. Don't open my heart. That's. <laughs> Don't. That's really vague. Wall, could you say more? Yeah. So I mean that was obviously because cause he touched him. Like as soon mm -hmm. as he touched him, he said that. So we're getting yep. a what's the what's the Stephen King version? Uh, dead something. The dead zone. The dead zone. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what that was like. It's like it's like he touches him and he sees his future or something. Yeah. yeah. And it's relating to opening that thing. Done with me. <laughs> I'll tell you when you're done with me. Well done, Charlie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't Michael holding the wrong side? Like, he, it was his uh, right side at first. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Continuity error. He's faking. <laughs> like, oh, nobody what? poisoned him. He's just faking. <laughs> he just doesn't want Sully on the raft. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. But that wouldn't make any sense for her to poison the guy who built the raft. I think... He knows, he knows how to make it work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I know the idea is just it will float, but still, if anything happens, he built it. We're going to leave her in the hallway so her daughter can come. So, did she actually do it? Now I'm getting confused. <laughs> uh, I don't remember who did it, actually. So this will be a fun mystery. Okay, alright, yeah, because um, I'm thinking, well, maybe she did it just to frame Sawyer, so she would mm -hmm. get his spot. Well, yeah, I I kind of forget who who did it. Like I I think she did it, but I don't remember. Or maybe it, it was like nobody did it. <laughs> and, and he just had a stomach ache. <laughs> I really wish that were true. Oh, oh, false alarm, guys. It's gone. She's so sick right now, but she's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Who speaks my name? God, she looks like a zombie. She looks like she's <laughs> evil. Like, she's gonna, like... Yikes! Yeah. That's a, that's a scary face. 
Mom, you're scary. Mm-hmm. Yikes! I want your soul. <laughs> I know. Where's your blonde hair? Maybe she's supposed to be blonde. <laughs> I know. Look at her mom. <laughs> Could that be true? Like, is she a no, natural blonde? No, no, because <laughs> because it would have grown out by the time she's on the island. Yeah, and her blonde hair would have come in at some point. Unless she kept dyeing it, but yeah, no, of course that can't be yeah. true. Who brings a crate load of <laughs> hair dye on an airplane? <laughs> Thank God for air, hair dye smugglers. <laughs> It's a it's a billion dollar industry. It's a billion dollar industry. Yeah, I you know Yeah, oh, right. Bamo. You know I mean, that's a bad way to handle it. You know, they set it up later, and they try to explain why her mom does that, but uh, I don't know. It just—I just, just think they're overreacting. Every—I mean, who who called the cops? It's fine, like <laughs> the, you know, like I just don't understand. Like, how do we go from zero to a hundred right now? Like, this is insane. Like, they're in a car chase. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. The cops are there, man. The co- What is the? Why? Because a lady in the hospital yep. said, help me? That's it. That's all it takes. No, they they had the cop watching her, so I feel like there's, you know, there's supposed to be a general thing about her. Yeah, this is weird. And, like, the alarm went off, and Kate's wanted, man. Everybody wants her. But I, I really feel like the main thing that it does. This is, is so bad. I'm, she's just going to charge forward. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty bad idea. Kate is not, you know, she's not into <laughs> thinking about consequences. No, she really isn't. She just let go of the wheel. <laughs> yeah. She's so like reckless. You happy now? See, I feel like the main thing is that, um, it, you know, it, it it continues to build up mystery about what she did. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. She seems like a nice lady, but why is her mom screaming for help? Like, she must be evil. Yeah. Like, she must have done something really bad. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. Like, like I get leave, that her mom... Like, leave her, leave her friend dying in a car that she just crashed? Yes. I, I get that her mom, like, didn't want her to kill the guy, but... I I don't buy that her mom's actually afraid of her. That she actually thinks she's in danger from her or something. Yeah. You know. You did it. You did it. (laughs) You're not going to jail, Kate. Don't worry. No, you'll be fine. 
Let me get close and prove it. Oh, she didn't do it. No, she didn't do it. Okay. Wow, I don't remember who did it. I I forget too. I th- I something makes me think it's like Sun, but uh, oh my God, is it Sun? It's somebody who you're not supposed to expect. It's Sun like trying to keep Jen there. Is that is that why she did it? Mm, there it is. That that would make sense. <laughs> I love Shay Claire hiding her baby. Claire's like, don't look at my baby anymore. <laughs> Nobody cares. Don't put your dirty criminal eyes on my baby. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that plane, Kate. It's just a toy. Why is it sitting there? Oh, I guess they dumped her stuff out. Mm Mm-hmm. What is that? I think that's part of the cargo part of the plane. Oh, okay. The cargo hold or something. I see. They just happen to keep it just in case. Oh yeah, it's looking like sun's looking likely. Mhm. Because it had to be somebody who either had access to medicines or knew about mm-hmm. how to do it. Does Michael ever find out sun poisoned him? Uh, maybe. She's probably gonna. He wouldn't poison that bad. Yeah, but it's weird. She'll just say sorry. Oh, she meant to poison her husband. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, she was trying to poison the water. Jen, so he wouldn't yeah. go. Okay, okay. That's why okay. it's, a good, it's a good twist because you don't expect. Because you, you're thinking, who wants to poison Michael? Well, nobody yeah. wants to poison Michael. Yeah. You could have asked him to stay. That makes sense. <laughs> did, you, did you start with asking him not to kill him? <laughs> you know what, son? Um, I, I feel like this takes away a little bit of your self-righteousness later when you get mad at Charlie for uh, kidnapping you and all that stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, people do stuff. And mm-hmm. sometimes it hurts others, and you know, but they have their reasons. They didn't mean it to. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, you know, maybe you should think about this when you're slapping Charlie in the face later. <laughs> she, she won't. Don't worry. <laughs> I know she won't. <laughs> but I just, I forgot about this completely. Like. That's uh, just as we're talking about how Sun is like, you know, yeah, that's what, that's not saying, man. She she's got it in her. She's got it in her. She's a pike. She's wow, a pike. wow. I didn't do nothing. Sailing on a raft, that's what cowboys do. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't have to get too far in a corner before he feels cornered. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's funny. His whole thing about revealing Kate, like, it was kind of pointless because she didn't really do it. Mm-hmm. But I guess, you know, it got him his spot back, so. Yeah. My daddy was a raft. Sawyer, that hurt. Eh, it's not going to hurt that much. This You're not going to think one. that later. This is season one. They barely know each other. <laughs> I mean, one day he's going to forget her face completely. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> good point. Good point. Oh, man. He won't be able to recall what she looked like. <laughs> Forgot about that. Blur. Walt, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Is he like drunk or medicated? Michael seems out of it. Yeah, he does. I mean, I think he's supposed to be like kind of recovering from the poisoning, but yeah, he's a little slurry. Mm-hmm. Did he say he burned the first raft? Yeah, he just admitted that he burned the first oh, raft. Oh, wow. See, he's too tired to beat him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Walt knows what he's doing. He's like, like, this is the best. Back, boy. Walt's so smart. He's like, this is the best time I can tell him because, like, he can't chase me if, if he tries to hit me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's great. And here's another thing that, like, drives me crazy. Yeah. You know? We don't we have to get here. Oh, yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Really cue, cue the really? music. Cue... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cue the ominous music. It's like, I don't know. I What what frustrates me about it is he's so vague. Like, I really don't mm-hmm. even know what he exactly why he's saying that. Yeah. And I feel like, you know... But for those of us who've watched the entire show, like, why don't we know that? <laughs> don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. Only trying to what you? Yeah, she said it. I broke a glass ballerina. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, that's kind of like what you would expect from a sort of real-life version of this, right? Is that they would kind of tell stories, and then we would later see those stories. Yeah. Because since those are the most impactful things, you know? Right. Yeah. It never works out that way. Ever, ever. Ever. (laughs) It feels like... Oh, that was lost. Oh, my God. Wow. What did they end on? I don't even know. I want you to listen. I missed it. All right. I didn't think that was going to be the final scene. I didn't either. All right. I'm going to quickly rewind. I got to know what the last line was.
Oh, son says when she found the man she loved, she'd be happy. Oh, forever. Well, me too. Okay, that's it, huh? Really? Man, these endings. You know, I always think of Lost as having those really great, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, gotcha endings. But man, that was a. Well, you know. Here's what's weird about that. Like, <laughs> she's talking about the dude in Iowa, okay? Right? Like, isn't that what we're supposed to connect to? Like, yeah, that's, that's what the... it seems like. Okay, but but here's what happened, Kate. In case you missed it, like you you left as kids and never talked to him again. <laughs> and then, right? And then, yeah, that's what happened. And then you. And then you came back in his life randomly one day, used him to see your mother again, then got him killed. And <laughs> and where in that period was was your hope that when you found the man you loved, you'd be happy forever? I didn't I didn't like where was that thirty second window like at? It was so weird. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it doesn't you work. Know, it, I mean, it, 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 yeah, it's it's. It, it, Seems like it's one of those things where Sun's story just doesn't match up with Kate's well enough to really compare them. Yeah, or Kate is just placating Sun and going, "Yeah, whatever, me too." Like, like you know, it's just, but it's a weird way to end that episode. But they, I like, think they want us to buy it because they try to put, you know, they're by putting yeah. it at the end, like they're putting weight on it. Like I think they, they want us to buy it, but it like <clears throat> it really should have been like the guy wasn't married; he had always held a candle for Kate. She finally comes back, and he helps her because he thinks they're going to live their life together after this. Yeah. They reconnect with their childhood thing, and then he gets her killed. I mean, she gets him killed, and then I could see, okay, yes, her long-lost love or whatever she tries to reconnect to, she thought she could have a future, and now he's dead. Then I would buy how they end it, but that's not what happened. Like, he had a family. He wasn't ever going to leave them. Right. You know, this was just... You know, she was really just using him to to see the mom. I mean, she was only in town to see the mom. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I, it's just that's the thing they do that yeah, a lot. Yeah, she wasn't there to they, see him. She never went yeah. back to see him any time. So no, she didn't. It, she wasn't ever. I mean, it's like yeah, if he was that important. The, like. Yeah, and she only cared about the airplane thing afterwards. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The airplane got sentimental value because she got him killed. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I feel bad about that now. But before that, you know, would she have cared mm-hmm. as much about the plane? Like, probably not. Well, okay, I'll, I'll give him credit. I think I think Sun said when she was a little girl, she thought that. Right. So I'll, I'll buy that. That's that goes to Kate when yeah. she was the little girl with him or something. But yes, it's just you know, it's you know. Yeah, it's it's just it's a little strange. Like they, you know, I I don't know. That's it's it's a writing thing you want to do. You know, you want to like make those. Yeah, because you can get away. You, you can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's people like us who have seen it twenty <laughs> times and we're looking at every detail and going, wait a minute. Um, you know, uh, that episode was all right. I I think that. Compared to the greater good, I think it had a better like oh, man. plot it was, structure. It is, by it's far. better than the greater. It's better than the greater good. Yeah. yeah, I mean the the little mystery of who poisoned Michael was fairly well done. 
Uh, yeah, you know, but that uh, I think that are, that actually had some, you know, some dramatic uh, weight to it. Where I, I actually cared, you know, because it seems like yeah. it matters. I mean, they're trying to leave the island, like it did matter. Yeah, there's a lot him, of stuff. Like, yeah, Jack sees the hash for the first time. Yeah, uh, Walt gets a clairvoyant premonition for the first yes, time. Yes, like yeah, no, this has some stuff going. I mean, it is pre-finale, so That's it true. has that going for it, but. That's true, but it it just stands out like for having like uh, you know just it, it felt more cohesive too. It felt more like the episode yeah. was pointed in a direction instead of just a bunch of random stuff happening. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm. Uh, that was it for Kate episode, man. You know, or maybe I just had fun watching it because we were laughing at it most of it. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, it, was, yeah. it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, you know, as usual, there's a there's a ceiling. I mean, it wasn't great, but but like yeah, yeah, no, it there's just, a ceiling. It it uh it it's it it has some like conventional like uh you know like like you know sort of mystery quality that made it work. I think. Yeah. Totally. And so, yeah, I, I would say I'd say that was decent. Uh, it was it was a better ramp up, I think, for uh, for the finale than uh, yeah than the previous one was. But yeah, as you said, it sort of makes sense. Like they are they are getting you know I I meant to mention ours, uh, you know, when he gives this whole speech. Like mm-hmm. you know, I'm 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 sort of conflicted about um, whether whether when they did that they knew that it was a lie or whether at any point, did they ever have plans to actually have like a monsoon come into the Island? You know, like I wonder if they ever thought that they were actually going to do that or if they knew from the beginning yeah. that, you know, it, it's not going to happen. I, my own, my own philosophy is I think, I think they didn't, I don't think they, I would, I would imagine they didn't write, they didn't write it in originally knowing he was lying. They thought he was, most likely telling the truth, and when they never needed to or wanted to have a monsoon, they, and the opportunity came to address his prediction, that they just went to say, "Oh, he was—he didn't know what he was talking about." Right, right. I think that—that—that that seems to be the most logical way that they would write it, you know, because that's what they do when it comes time to explain themselves. They go, "Oh well." You know, I guess he overreacted. Just, uh, yeah, he overreacted. <laughs> they just take the path of least resistance, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I feel like they were, you know, because um, I think it's weird to write. It would be weird to me to think that they came up with this character who was going to tell them that a monsoon was coming and they specifically knew he was lying about. Like, that's an extra quality to add and ne- to never, you know, why would you add that in terms of how you're, writing the character's motivation and never exploit that later. You know, never, like, sort of, like, make that an issue with this character until right. you're explaining his thing not being true. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't ever show bef- afterwards that he was, like, a liar or he was, you know, he didn't know what he was talking about, you know, until the moment they have to explain it. So Right. I, I would imagine, yeah, he was just he's just a functional tool to get them to, to go on the raft as soon as possible. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think, you know, I think they kept things like maybe a monsoon in their back pocket, you know, I mean, what's a monsoon, but, you know, some really a bad rain and wind. So they might have been like, yeah, we might need that at some point or whatever, but, 
not the kind of thing I think you have to really plan for. Uh, right. You know, you know, there's no big like story structural point with the monsoon. It's just going to be, you know, some weather uh, conflict and that's about right. It. But you know, like if that happened, they'd have to incorporate it into the story somehow. You know. Because it would. Well, I mean, but it's it's yeah, but it's only relevant to the story in terms of how people react to it. You yeah. Know? It'll be oh, we can't do this because there's a monsoon, or we're hiding out here because there's a monsoon. Right. Or, you know, we have to move this stuff. Because, but it's never. It's not a sort of proactive story point. Just, I remember going into season two, like I really thought that was coming. I was like, oh, the monsoon's <laughs> going to be here soon, you know, and. <laughs> Like, it was a while before I was like, yeah, I think they're not going to do the monsoon. That I monsoon think... that monsoon became Mon later, and then Mon never. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be here all week. <laughs> wow. Wow, what a pun. I think once, you know, once we went through, like, how long it will take to train an army and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I started to realize that they were perfectly willing <laughs> to set up big things and drop them. They should have been like, "We can't train this army. There's a monsoon coming." <laughs> exactly. And another uh, thing that pops into my head about this is, and you know, like I don't want to be outrageous. I don't want my expectations. Look, I like I know they're not writing. This isn't a comic book movie. It's not about superheroes or anything. They're not going to sit there. What? They're going to sit there. <laughs> <laughs> what have I been watching? <laughs> they're not going to sit there and explain in some explicit detail what Walt's powers are, but you know, it just strikes me watching this that, like, this, you know, the thing they have him doing here, which it, it, a combination of, like, he touches Locke's hand, and then he seems to have some kind of premonition. And then and then he tells Michael, like, yeah, they have to leave. You know, it seems like he has some vague, like, I don't know, precognition or something about what's going to happen. It's weird because, like, what does that have to do with, like, drawing birds to yourself or, you know, appearing in, in other places, you know? Nothing. Where, yeah, nothing, exactly. Well, none of his powers are symmetrical. I mean, none of them really line up. They're all various, various, you know, things just are in his, you know, pocket of uh, power. Yeah, it's just like, and then they're just like, well, you, he's, he's special. He's mm-hmm. special. He can do that because he's special. You know, it's like, okay, fine, but, you know, I don't know. Can you just get, Can you just have him do any random thing you think of and then just say he's special? Well, it's like, like you know, I, again, I'll go back to Stephen King since they are influenced by him. Look at The Shining. <laughs> like, The Shining, you know, as we saw was, you know, he had the ability to, you know, he had telepathy basically, but they could also see dead people. So, you know, those are kind of not the same things, uh, but all part, of the same, all part of the same power. So maybe that's what they did with Walt. They're like, hey, let's give him, like, random powers that don't, co- you know, align with each other. Right, right. But right. no, I mean, I don't think it was that cognizant on their part. I think they just gave him whatever they wanted. But, to. you know, I feel like Stephen King tried to explain that, like, 
The Shining was a kind of, you know, extrasensory perception that, you know, allowed you to both communicate with other people who could do it as well as, like, see these sort of ghosts of the past and stuff like that. Like, I felt like they, they sort of unified it. Like, it's it's a kind well, of yeah. skill. I mean, sure, you know? sure, sure. But, the, but it like manifests when, itself in different ways, in di- ways that aren't, like, aligned, you know, yeah. like talking to... That's Talking true. to someone alive isn't the same as seeing someone who's dead. But like when you know when we hear the big exposition from the cook at the beginning about what The Shining is, like he mm-hmm. he directly states like you know one of the things that people who have this ability can do is like you know see these leftover like memories yeah. from the past. You know, so it's set up like right from the beginning that that's what his powers are, and that's what we see for the rest of the movie. You know, they don't yeah. just randomly have him, like, you know, manifest other powers, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's it's different on Lost, of course, because there's no one to tell Walt what his powers are. Right. You know, like, you know, he doesn't get to have that mentor scene where somebody's like, you know, I've been through this before, and here's what you can expect. Right. Uh, so, yeah, we never get that didactic kind of uh, explanation of what's going on. So they can, so they can just you know roll with the punches and do whatever they want when it, when they need to and you know yeah um, it's it's you know but but yeah that's the thing it, you, you you he never and he almost like never repeats a power right once he yeah uses exactly it. Uh, I well and I'll say I mean I guess we can maybe say his the dream that he had later when he's saw Locke on the beach mm-hmm. is sort of a clairvoyant thing. So. Yes. Um, yeah, well, and, the, you know, they have the Mobisode where they show him with the others and and, and they show the, the birds, the dead birds mm-hmm. outside. You know, so that was a repeat, you know, of the... Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so they, they, did, they repeated a couple of powers, I guess. But in general, like, it, it just feels like... I don't know. It, I think I think uh, within the context of season one and what they've told us so far, it feels like they're expanding his powers. You know, the stuff mm-hmm. they told us before is just being added to, and it's it's building up this like mystery of like what's up with him. And I feel like it crescendos when he gets you know taken by the others. Yeah, because- I I yeah, I get the sense his his powers like were coming as like as soon as he was getting closer to the to to this focal point. Things were going more and more, you know, out of control. Yeah, yeah, and it continues into season two. You know, Shannon starts seeing him, and you know, yeah. we hear we hear this stuff about the others with him, and you know, there's that episode and stuff. So it's like, I don't know. It feels like it builds and builds and builds, and there's this like, you know, breaking point of like, oh my god, what's up with Walt? You know, that's good. that's a really cool mystery. You know, mm-hmm. and then it's just and it's just gone. It's just nothing. You know, they missed a really great chance to have a have Walt and um, a, a great Walt Michael storyline where so, it's something like you know everything happens the same. You know, they get off the island together and all that stuff. But then like once Michael goes back and and dies, Walt you know like extra you know keeps up his powers and uses them and like yeah. So, by season six, he comes. He teleports to the island. You know, Walt. How did you get here? You know, and he's. I right. have my way. I have my ways. <laughs> you know, or whatever. Yeah. And like he comes back to to find his dad, and like he ends up, you know, rescuing Michael from purgatory. I I just think like that just would have made that season so much better and given his character 
you know, something something to really have for longevity, you know, both of them, really. Yeah. Um, something like, because they, they set it all up, you know. There's no reason why when Locke sees um, um, uh, Walt, you know, when he's older, like, you know, you know, the Walt could have easily said, you know, yeah, I had this dream. You're standing on the, you know, on a on a beach and people were after you. I've been working on my powers, you know, or yeah. whatever. You know, and then he just shows up some point in season six. Like, I'm here for my dad. Where is he? Like, that would have been crazy. Totally. But it's kind of like a throwaway line. And it, it bothers me because, you know, he's he's like kind of wrong. Like, it's not, you know. like Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's someone who looks like Locke. Yeah, but that makes it weird that, to me. Like, I'm like, he, he had a dream about the man in black on the island? Like, I just I just find that so odd. Like, well, I think I think I always imagine he he basically saw the future. You know, he as if he sort of mentally teleported to that point right. where Locke, Man in Black is saying, and what he's he'd accurately describe what he saw. You he know, it, he just he just didn't know that it was someone who looked like Locke and not actually Locke. You know, right? Yeah, I see, but it just seems like I don't know. I. <laughs> I just feel like there's there's something wrong with that story. Like, I I, I don't know. I can't put my is finger it, on it. Is it a lo- is it along the lines of Claire's gonna get in a helicopter? <laughs> it is. It is very much along those lines. I mean, first of all, I feel like in this episode and you know earlier in season one, like there there's a there's a a Locke and Walt like connection. Like the general idea seems to be that Locke is a surrogate fa- father figure who's willing to like embrace Locke's, like, or Walt's, god damn it, Walt's, uh, you know, <laughs> <See>? <laughs> Walt's, like, strange abilities and, you know, try to, like, you know, um, uh, get him to develop them or something. You know, I feel like that's a vague idea of what their relationship is in season one. And, you know, once he leaves, like, it kind of gets derailed, but I feel like him appearing to Locke, you know, in the in in the Dharma pit, and saying, you know, uh, you have work to do, and get up, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it wasn't Walt, though. I know, I know, it wasn't Walt, but... (laughs) All right, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) But, you know, before we knew that it wasn't Walt, I I thought it was Walt, and, Mm. and, you know, it seemed like, it seemed like a a further development where there's this, there's this, like, Walt Locke, like, Mm -hmm. protect the island kind of connection thing. Yes. You know, we're like we both are gonna are gonna sort of realize our you know potential here. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna work together to make that happen. Like, man, the, sh- the show you're describing sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I feel like they set that up, and they even knew that they set that up because mm-hmm. you know because of that scene, and you know when he goes to visit Walt, and he has this dream about him and the island again, further suggesting that there's a connection between them and the island. You know, but then it's broken. It's just broken because, you know, it turns out two of those occasions are, are man and black related. And so actually, they, you know, they, mm-hmm. they, they're they either not about Walt or they're not about Locke. And so and, and so it just feels like there's a story thread there that just uh, somehow like transfigured into the man in black plot. Yeah. You know, like it should have been something that was realized, but because of the way the plot went, it they they just sort of seamlessly tried, well, not really seamlessly, but they tried to just, you know, graft it onto 
what the story actually ended up being. My Michael and Walt and Locke and the Man in Black, they, you know, between seasons three and four, three and five, you know, including six, like, yeah, there's some fuck ups, you know, like where they, where some of these characters start, their trajectory of their storyline, and where it ends up doesn't work, you know, in yeah. a lot of little places. So yeah, it, uh, it, it it's, it's a theme on the show. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it just, you know, seeing it again just reminds me of what it was like to watch it originally. And, like, you know, have all that hope, all that innocent hope about, mm-hmm. you know, how, where that story was going and being really interested in it. And, you know, it's funny, like, their original thing was, like, we realized Walt was getting too old. And so we were like, we got to get him off screen as soon as possible. And Big mistake. And that was the impetus for, you know, having him kidnapped, you know, but like it only served to make me more interested in Walt because it made it seem like he was really significant if the others are going out of their way to kidnap him, especially Listen, at this time. Listen, somebody painted a picture of him inside the hatch wall, <laughs> so he's got to be important. Him and Aaron both, all right? Um, no, I really think that was a big mistake. I really think they should have, they should have just said when he was getting bigger, they should have just had Sawyer comment on it and say, you know, taller, not ghost Walt, you know, <laughs> like it should have just been like, oh my God, what is this island doing to my boy? Like, that's what Michael should have said. Like he's growing, you know, and that, and they leave it at, and they still like, you know, get off the island or something at some point or whatever. I don't know, but. That that just seemed like a mistake. Like they since since you know, if it would happen to like if it was another kid, I can understand, but but since it was you know, a kid that they're giving special qualities to and and, you know, the fact that he's growing faster than he should be in terms of the show and everything, like that could have tied into the, the time difference. You know, the, the, with the time barrier, like there's all kinds of what reasons in the show they could have explained that and it could you know, because they already have a kid who has powers. You know, and uh, I mean, he's not like he's going to turn into like, you know, seven feet tall, you know, within the course of the show. It's just he's, you know, growing, you know, getting his growth spurts and stuff. Um, So I I think they could have worked with it, you know, and uh, I think I think what they ended up with, they took they took one of the most interesting developments, which is Walt and his powers. You know, that solidifies so much of the. Uh, the the supernatural part of the show, uh, you know, especially in season one, there's not that much, you know. Uh, he's he's a bulk of that, really. Uh, and then whatever's going on with Locke, and that turns out to be not much. Um, but you know what I mean? Like that that's a that's a fairly big hook, I think, that they totally scrub off the show after making it way more interesting with the others experimenting with them. Yeah. Uh, and then they just totally, you know, defenestrate both of them. And so, yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel like that was a bad idea. Like, if they wanted yeah. to get Walt out of the picture because they weren't going to use him anymore, I feel like they needed to, like, not generate intrigue about his story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that was just, that was a bad idea. I mean, on the level of, like, you know, moment to moment, I understand why they thought it was cool, but 
just from a long-term point of view, in terms of satisfying your viewers that watch the show over a period of time, like it's just frustrating that that's what they well, chose to do. Well, it just doesn't make any sense because <clears throat> the the way that they put an extra spotlight on Walt was through the others, who were the ones who let him go. So it made no sense that they fa- had found this seemingly really special kid, and they're all they they tell us that they're interested in that, and they, and they let him go. Right. You know what I mean? It just doesn't align to the other, you know, the other story points. And that's that's such a weird thing the show always does is they always make these weird decisions that go counter to previous decisions right. and previous like setups. It's so strange. It is. Uh, yeah. You know, cuz Ben should have been like, "No, we want to keep Walt." You know, he's right. interesting. And they're like, "Nah, you can have him." <laughs> just take him away. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Well, yeah, I know. And at the time, it was kind of disappointing. But, you know, they throw in a throwaway line about, oh, he was more than we could handle, you know. (sighs) Whatever. Which, like, I know, but still, still, it implies, like, oh, my God, the crazy, weird, mysterious others couldn't handle Walt. Yeah, and then they never, and then they have Walt basically never do anything else with power. (laughs) He goes back to the real world. He hates Michael for a while. Mm-hmm. He sees Hurley. He sees Locke. Yep. That's the rest of his life. And he never, like, he turns into Charlotte or somebody, one of these people who had fancy adventures on the island when they were kids and mm-hmm. forgot about them. You know? <laughs> You're right. That's what happens. And, you know, I it just... It, I, that can't be. That can't be what they really wanted. For no, that's not what they wanted. That's not what they really wanted. That's what they settled with. But. Yeah, exactly. Like I guess they felt like they had to settle for that based on you know. Like, I'm sure there's some universe where where on Lost, what happened was instead of them deciding to write Michael and Lost, Michael and Walt off the show that way, via the others. Like, they basically, you know, keep him on there. His powers keep growing. And he ends up, you know, doing his remote viewing stuff or something, some storyline about that. And he ends up teleporting him and Michael off the island, you know. And, Mm -hmm. whoa, they're gone. And then we don't know where they went. And then a season or two later, they come back and talk about what what happened, you know. Yeah. You know, they could have – there's some universe war, some version of that happened, which which I think would have been more interesting. Yeah. Um, you know. <clears throat> yeah. And you know, it's not even just that. Like like there's there's um there's 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 side effects. Like what they chose to do with Walt. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Ends up totally like ruining Michael's story too. Damning damning him to <laughs> eternal island nation. Yeah, like like that. I mean, that just really sucks. Like, you know, just because of this unfortunate thing about you know, not really planning very well, casting a young kid in a show that was set on a short timeline, you know. Where every episode was like a day before the last. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just just that, like, poor planning decision just leads to this one character getting, like, really screwed. You know, that, yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he, you know, he really didn't deserve that. You know, and like he, it's like it's it's weird. Like he ends up having to do all this stuff, and he's like, "I got to get my boy back from the others," you know. But it's like, you know, don't blame the others, Michael. It's you know, it's the writer's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like when, in the Bugs Bunny cartoon when the when the when the pencil comes in and draws mm-hmm. stuff, and it's like, wait a minute, 
Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's blaming the people he can see, not the creators of his world. <laughs> but like in the end, the others didn't care about Walt that much. I mean, yeah. I don't think they gave him a second try after they gave him up. Well, from what we end up knowing about the others, he they had no intrinsic interest in children. Yeah, remember that whole we always thought like, oh, they always oh, yeah. want kids. They keep taking kids. Like, yeah. nah, they just know the kids aren't evil because they're kids. Like. <laughs> That's I mean, the only reason they take them. You know, it should tie in with the uh, with the fertility, fertility stuff, where it's it like, doesn't. well, they want kids because they don't have, they can't have kids. You know, mm-hmm. they they didn't quite make that connection in no. the show, but that should not be at true. all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah, know no, that's why. A, any other any other story <laughs> would have had that be a whole thing like. They can't have kids, so they resort to taking kids. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, Star Trek did Star it. Star Trek so, totally I mean, did Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it, it makes sense. I mean, you know, what else are you going to do? If you can't make your own kids, you got to get them somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and they have this ready pool <laughs> of, like... <laughs> I love how we're, like... <laughs> we're advocating, like, child kidnapping. Like, take people's kids. What else? You have no choice. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just from the other's point of view, like you know, if they if they really think that they should have kids and they want you know to continue well, the and, and, you great know, the line problem, of the others, you know what the problem is, right? Is that's not what they want. Like all, you know, they're not that unified, right? right. They're not that unified as a group. Ben is just running it however he sees fit. He's really, you know, he's not invested in a long lineage of others running the island. He's only interested in himself running the island for right now. So, I mean, that's part of the problem is they never they never had those qualities which would make these other storylines, you know, present. So That's weird, man. Why did why did Ben care about that at all? Like I I like like why I I'm, I'm sure they had an answer about this at some point, but like why not if 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 you if you really want your other ladies to have kids, <laughs> like yeah. why not just you know I mean it's proven that the others come and go from the real world on a regular basis, like why not just load up the pregnant ladies on a sub. Send them back to the, you know, off the island and somewhere in the real world. Let them have their babies and then come right back to the island with their new babies. Well, I think that's what they did when they needed to. But here's the here's the problem, right? Like, what's the reason that they couldn't have babies? Well, we they, don't know. they never tell you that. So, I mean, I really think the reason should have been that Jacob slash the island or whatever doesn't doesn't want people to have kids. Like no one should have been able to have kids, right? Because really if you think about it, the people that are on the island have been brought there by Jacob. You know, they right. don't you know, neither Jacob nor Man in Black really wants people on the island. They're they're only there because Jacob brings them there and they're that and that's only to prove his point about people. Right. So really he Jacob has no real interest in people being there and having their own population and he getting too big and it like you know having a whole bunch of people. What he wants is for him to go pick people out of the real world and bring them to the island. So I feel like he should have been the one who to put the kibosh on the fertility, yeah, and and leave it at that. But then of course, and how do you explain the people who are born on the island in the interim, right? So then they had to have an artificial cutoff date for when the fertility started. Right. 
You know, because otherwise you couldn't get anyone, any indigenous others on the right. island. Right. Uh, you know, so they, you know, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too, but then it's like, okay, well, when did the fertility start and then how? Like, so anyway, I'm saying all this to say, like, Ben is interested in the fertility issue because it is killing his people. But he's not interested, you know, and I, these are just people who are just randomly having babies. I don't, it's not like, you know, we never get the sense they're doing it because they need to keep their population up. Right, it's not like a breeding program. No, no, it's just people who get pregnant because they just, you know, want to or do. The reason, yeah, the reason anybody gets pregnant. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, let's, you know, or, you know, whatever reason it is, Mm -hmm. but... Yeah, I nothing I think, to do on a Friday night. I think, <laughs> I think I agree um in terms of uh you know uh you know Jacob maybe wanting control, you know, it's it's about the people he brings mm-hmm. there and what they decide to do. It's not about like, oh, now they're going to have kids and make their own like society and stuff. That's the kind of yeah. thing I I kind of wish um you know, I kind of wish we could know what he thought. Like, I, I guess there was no time for that, or he I, probably didn't even check in. So. I don't know what, but like, I I sort of wonder. Well, like Richard is going out there recruiting Juliet, you know, for for this fertility project. I mean, he he does talk to Jacob. I mean, surely he surely he would mention that he's doing stuff like that. You know, so it just it seems. You don't see me shaking my head. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, wouldn't he? That's the question. Wouldn't he? (laughs) Would he? I mean, would he? um, Would he not say like that's the problem we're having? I had to go recruit this scientist, and you know, you know, it just it seems. I think I think Richard's doing all that on his own. I don't think Richard said, "Hey." Uh, there's a guy named John Locke who came to me and said that he's the leader now, and I'm gonna go visit him. And a couple times through his, like, I he didn't he didn't ever seem to mention that to Jacob. So I'm gonna have to say, as as incredulous as it sounds, he's not talking to him with these like re- regular. I mean, these are big matters, but I mean, like, you know, he's just not communicating with him like that. It just doesn't seem. There's no evidence that he that he is. And it, you know, I mean, it all goes back to Jacob being very hands off, right? Like, I really think. But Richard is intermediary. I mean, he's the guy yeah, that's but, supposed but, to. But he's. I I think intermediary is the wrong term, right? I think like because <laughs> intermediary means like you're the go between between two other parties. And I, I don't think that's how it worked. I mean, there is some evidence to say Jacob, you know, he had his list and he had things that he wanted and these people were Yeah, and I mean, that's what Ben said to him. You know, Richard came to me with your instructions and your list and true, I followed true, your true. orders. And, you but know. That's, uh, yeah, okay, that's there. I mean, yes, that's there. But on the other side, we see a, a dearth of like really like Jacob being really hands off and there's no evidence that he was that he was, you know, learning about okay, these people on the island were doing this. So Jacob, you know, Ben did the purge, now I think this. Like, you know, there's all of the big events that go on that that went on, you know, in the later decades, like we didn't ever get the sense that Jacob was aware or even cared. So I think I, I that's why I say intermediate might be the wrong word. I feel like he 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 more like you know, outsourced his role to to Richard, and Richard was doing all this stuff. And I think very, very, very seldomly was Richard going back to Jacob to say anything. Because even when you, even when like stuff was really going crazy on the island, he never was like, "Oh, I got to go tell Jacob." 
you know, I got to go see what Jacob wants to do about this. Like they, he, he would handle stuff himself. So I, I, I mean, I think that's partly how, you know, them just lacking the direction to write those scenes of Jacob being involved and just, you know, so, so I don't know. I just think it's, it's just more likely that he didn't know about a lot of that stuff. And I think part of it, the reason he didn't know is because he didn't care to know. So, okay, let me just go ahead and admit, yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. I I don't argue with anything you just said. Thanks and namaste. It's all true. It's all true, folks. <laughs> um, yes, yes, yes. I, I agree. But the only thing I can say to that is that, you know, I, it just it just doesn't quite add up to me. It doesn't feel like oh, it's not supposed to add up a good story. Like there's just something no. there's some there, there's something wrong about it. I mean, oh yes. First Correct. of all, <laughs> first of all, I think that um, I think that you know the the idea of Richard being the go between with Jacob. I don't think they thought of that until pretty late. So, exactly. so I think that's part of the problem of why he's not going yeah. to Jacob. I mean, I don't think they knew that's what he was. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, that's part of why this is the case is because they never wrote those scenes like he actually is doing that. Like, he actually is going between. Like, he right. actually is reporting to Jacob and saying, well, this is what happened this week, and this is what we're trying to do. And, oh, no, one person died from fertility, but, you know, I'll, I'll get back to you on how she does. And two weeks later, he's like, okay, well, now two more women are dying. You know, it was never right. like, like, they didn't even write that part of it, so they can't have it unless they write it. Or yeah. later, retcon and say it was true, and they didn't do either. Well, yeah, and that's a problem. Like, the Richard flashback, you know, doesn't tell us anything about what he did when he was in the others. Really, the only the only thing I have to go on is that dialogue that Ben says when he confronts Jacob. And I, I just, I'm extrapolating from that what should be true, but yes, I mean... There's no there's no evidence that it actually is true. And, mm-hmm. like, based on what the show shows us, you know, it seems that Richard mostly just acts autonomously and makes his own decisions. And, you know, he'll he'll quote Jacob if he if he feels like it. But, you know, it, it's not really uh, it's not really a very close. Uh, no relationship, but you know, like I don't know, like when when Ben and Locke went out to the cabin, you know, like it's you know it's it's a brief line of dialogue about you know oh Richard he you know he doesn't he doesn't see Jacob, you know so I so like I kind of think that I, I kind of think that the, there's just part of it is just a problem with you know, uh, a confusion about what the relationship between the, all those characters is, Jacob, Richard, Ben, et cetera, you know. Yeah, that's part of it. But, I mean, in that specific case, Ben is lying anyway. So you really can't take what he says with any, you know, with any value because he's he's making all that up about... Well, I know in the end that is the true answer. But it's just when they wrote that originally, I'm, I'm not 100% convinced that that, that was a lie. You know, like, like I'm not. I, well, I don't know. I get the sense that that when they wrote that, they know that Ben is lying. I, I feel like they know that Ben is lying about this encounter in the in the in the cabin. Like this idea that that Jacob is invisible, you know, and only certain people can see him. Uh, that that you know, I don't know. I feel like they knew he was lying about that stuff. You know. Uh, because he's supposed to be surprised when something actually happens, right? 
I think he's he's surprised when you know when stuff starts flying around. But, yeah. But but you know I mean because in that scene he is expecting nothing to happen. He's expecting to go in there and talk to an empty chair and convince Locke that he's talking to Jacob and walk out of there. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I think they know that in terms of how they're writing Ben in that scene, that Ben is just lying. He's he's he's, he's this is a whole farce, right? Like he's not thinking that Jacob is really in there, and he's not thinking that anything's gonna happen. But what actually happens is somebody is in there, and stuff does happen. So I feel like in that, I mean, maybe you have a different take on that, but I feel like that's that's the way it comes off. Like, I they do. do know it's, he's lying. It's a bit much for me, I guess. I know that's I know that's the real answer, but when I, you know, when I look at that scene, it's it's. Even when stuff starts flying around, like, he goes and grabs a chair, and he's like, all right, you've had your fun. You know, like, he's he's willing to play it like st- – he doesn't have a – Yeah, clue. he keeps he, – he's a great at improv. I mean, yeah, he keeps it going. Like, he does it – I mean, he knows something – he knows something is doing that, and he does want it to stop, but I think he is still staying sort of in character in a sense of, like – uh, you know, oh, you do this all the time, and you've shown off. Now stop it. Whereas this is the first time that's happened to him. I I just think he's he's not freaking out. So yeah, it's it, I I think he's not freaking out the way the way that he should be. And the other thing is he's he's very interested to learn what quote unquote Jacob said. And if he has no idea what this entity is, well, that he should be yeah that he should be curious what he said because. That's what I'm saying. Think about how the, they frame the scene. Ben is expecting to, to go into an empty cabin and put on a whole performance. And what ends up happening is some entity in there is actually in there and throws stuff around and then says something only Locke hears. He's got to be interested in that. You know, uh, in that with that framing in mind, I think he's got to be interested in what that guy said. Because he has been cut off from Jacob. He's never seen him before. He's never talked to him. And this whole play he's putting on turned real. And now he needs to know, like, what's going on. Because, you know, the whole point of this is that Locke is sort of threatening his, you know, his uh, power or whatever, you know. And so the fake deity that he was talking to that's now real, like, is talking to Locke. Yeah, he should be interested. Right, but but he is... You know, I mean, I think he thinks that's Jacob. He does think that's Jacob, and it's called Jacob. I mean, it's not Ben's fault in in the context of that scene that they later change who's in there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying in terms of how, the, you know, in the context of that scene alone, Ben does know that he's lying. I think they know he's lying when they're writing that scene, you know, because that's the whole point is that he he's not expecting that stuff to happen. I see. I think I, to me, it feels more like it's at first we're supposed to think he's crazy. He's talking to an empty chair, and then, and then we're and then once stuff starts happening, we're supposed to think, oh, there really is something there, and you know maybe he's not crazy. And I feel like the big point of that scene is. Jacob is favoring Locke over Ben. He's telling him a message that he's concealing from Ben. You know, and I. I mean, but like, that's that's the point. But that's not the real point, right? Because that's that's 
that's just not what's really going on in that scene. But yeah. it is the way it's supposed to come across, but right. that's not really what's going on. Yeah, and that so, but yes, in the end, that's true. But I, I just think, sort of in the in the original incarnation, it just feels to me more like that's what's going on. You know, you the 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 point of the scene is that is that uh is that actually Jacob, you know, is trying to get this message out to Locke and conceal it from Ben. And you know, yeah, but that doesn't negate the fact that Ben knows or at least believes nothing is in the cabin. Now, unless you're saying he thought Jacob was really in there and he was proven right, and then of course they later changed it to he wasn't in there. Yes. But but I I I'm I'm saying I believe that he's going into that cabin knowing nothing's in there, knowing that this is not where Richard goes to talk to Jacob, knowing that he's just going to put on a show for Locke, and what ends up happening is the show becomes real. Yes, yes. I, so, like, yeah, like, I'm not denying that's the real answer. I'm just, I'm sort of questioning whether whether that was the original answer. I see. That's what I'm saying. I feel like that, I feel like that's the original answer to me. Like, I feel like it, it would make sense that, that Ben would do that. Now, in order for that to be the original answer, it has to be true at that point in their storytelling that, that Ben has never seen Jacob. I mean, there's a lot you know? of stuff. Okay. And then there's the surrounding circumstantial stuff that, that, that again, makes me think that Jacob, you know, that Ben really thought Jacob was there and so on. And that's, you know, the ash circle mm-hmm. around the cabin, the fact that Alana goes there to try to meet Jacob, you know, I, I I feel like there's there's indications within the show that like at some at some in some real sense Jacob was in there, and mm-hmm. and that that lends some validity. And then there's another question of well, if Ben's totally making up, I mean, are we supposed to believe he just randomly, you know, was like I, there's I just know I found this cabin. I just know about this like horror show to it or something. Like it's just some random place. Yeah, I mean. I, I I think it has to be like because. Like what does he think about that ash circle? Like, does he have? I mean, the others know what that ash is because I mean. I they, mean, yeah, they do. You know, like they come that, out with I mean, it at the end. Into, like, well, you can't really answer. I feel like that's a question that's hard to answer because they change their mind on what the answer is because it it goes back to well, who's in the cabin? Right. You know, and so that's that's the pretzel right there. Um, I I feel like I feel like Ben. You know, if it's true in that, in the context, you know, not sort of looking at what they re- eventually say, but in the context of how we originally see that scene, if ben, either Ben thinks this is where Jacob lives or he doesn't, right? It's either one right. or the other. It is, yeah. And, and I think there's very little evidence for Ben to think that that's where Jacob lives. Like, I think, you know, it would make no sense that Richard goes there because from what we've seen Richard always goes to the statue uh you know now yes later they say Alana went to the cabin and because she she expected to find Jacob there uh that's you know you got to look at that separately because there's there's a production reason why she's doing that too um (laughs) you know so there's 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 various factors with that but just in the context of Ben going in the in that the original cabin scene like if he doesn't know that that uh, if he thinks Jacob is does is not in there, this is just an old cabin, you know, it's got an ash circle around it for some other reason, or he, you know, he there was some his, history that 
you know, there was it was there for some reason. There's at least some others that know that the ass circle is to keep out the smoke monster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but then you could go in to say, well, why, you know, if if Ben thinks that Jacob is in there, you know, uh, then the ass circle is there to protect Jacob. If he doesn't think that Jacob's in there, then I don't know what he thinks about that ass circle. <laughs> Right. Uh, So it just, it feels to me like, I know it's not true. I know it's not a real, that's the problem with talking about it like this. Like it's, the real answer is different from what I'm saying. But it feels to me like, uh, you know, he he knows that Jacob is supposed to be there, or at least that's a place where Jacob is sometimes. And maybe mm-hmm. and maybe he hasn't met him before, and he's he's not expecting he'll be there right now. But he's going to go in there and pretend that he's there, and it turns out that he is there. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but but he favors Locke. He gives Locke a message that he conceals from Ben. It feels to me like that's what's going on in that scene. But it's like he even says Jacob doesn't like technology. But he's making right. that up. Like there's no – even from what they eventually say, there's no reason why he's saying that. That's why I feel like he knows he's lying. Like he's – they're writing that scene as if he's making this all up. Uh, and it and, – because I think it's better dramatically – like uh, as a general story, I think it's better your way. Like this is where, you know, it fits the piece, more pieces better. You know, the ashes around the cabin because that's where Jacob is. They're trying to protect yes. him. He's going to go here and show Locke, blah, blah, blah. Like, that does work. But in terms of just the scene, I think the drama is better if he's expecting it nothing to happen and then something happens. And no, then on I, top I of that... I agree. I, what I'm saying is I think I think he, he knows Jacob is there sometimes. He's not expecting he'll be there now, but it's an authentic place. Like, he's taking him to an authentic place. But there's it's, no – I mean, but what would make him think Jacob's not – like, what what would make him think this is after hours for Jacob? Like, there's no – there's no easy way to say – you know, like, it just – what would make him think that Jacob is either A, not there all the time, or B, not there now? Uh, I feel like you know, he, so he. I just feel like he's 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 gambling. If it, you know, he doesn't have any criteria to base that on. Well, I just feel like he doesn't know. He doesn't know where J- Jacob is in general, so he doesn't have any particular reason to think he's going to be there. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he. I think. Wait, I'm, but I thought you were saying he expected him to be there. No, 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 no. Like no, he, no, no. He, he's, he's, he's. He's going to a place where he where he is where he does go. You You're know. saying he's going to a place where he is known to have been. Yes. Okay, not yes. a place that he that he lives, but because exactly. I feel like if he thinks he lives there, that it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. No. 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 I don't think he thinks. I. 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 I mean, it's hard to say because obviously this is all stuff that's not really true, but like. I, I feel like at the time, yeah, he thinks he thinks it's a place he he ha- is known to have been at some time, mm-hmm. you know, and you know maybe he, uh, I don't know, maybe he saw Richard going there or, or something, you know, what, whatever mm-hmm. the story's supposed to be. It's hard to say because I I feel like there's a little different idea going on there than what they tell us later, but. You know, for whatever reason, he he believes that uh, Jacob has has been there. You know, then mm-hmm. he's going to take Locke there. Pretend his plan is to pretend that Jacob's there and that he's talking to him. But then, but then he's surprised to find out Jacob actually is in there. And not only that, he's talking to Locke, not Ben. 
Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's what I feel yeah, like I mean, the, the story is. The only difference between your version and my version is whether or not he thinks Jacob is there. And I'm just saying that I don't think he thinks Jacob is, is there at all. I think he knows he's going to go put on a performance, and he's not expecting anything to happen. He's expecting to, like I said, go in there, talk to a chair, and walk out. You know, and, but, and, and, No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, but, but at the same time, I think he's bringing him to a place that, you know, will stand up to scrutiny. It's a place where Jacob actually has been. Mm-hmm. You know, so if Locke becomes a leader later and wants to meet Jacob, maybe he'll be taken there. Yeah. Yeah, it's just your version, Jacob is a little more likely to be there. In my version, he's like, or I should That's say, not that, he's more, not that he's more likely to be there, but that Ben... Ben is thinking he's 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 likely to be there. But I feel like, like that's sort a... of the story. Like Ben ends up thinking that Jacob has chosen Locke to replace him. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's what leads to him like submitting, you know, or uh what's the word? Getting you know, giving up the, the leader position, giving it to Locke and leaving the island saying, I hope you're happy now, Jacob. You know. Mm-hmm. I feel like the whole time he thinks Jacob really is in that cabin and really well, the is cancer, talking to Locke. The cancer had something to do with that too. <laughs> well, sure, <laughs> sure, yeah. I'm, but like, but but you know, I mean, they go back to the cabin a second time, and Locke has another message, ostensibly from Jacob. You know, mm-hmm. so I feel like Ben continues to believe that you know Jacob. Well, yeah, I mean, he does. He does end up thinking that that's Jacob. Yeah, I'm not. De- I'm not. I'm not denying that. Um, I mean, because it's clear he does. Yeah. Yeah, so so I just feel like he he started out thinking, oh, I'll just you know I'll go in here like you said after hours, and put on a little show, pretend he's invisible. Locke's not going to be able to see him, and then and then it'll be like, oh well, you're obviously not special, you know. Yeah, you can't see him. Yeah, like I do think that part of the deception was was his plan, but yeah. you know something actually being there. You know, what he believes is actually Jacob is there, and not only that, favoring Locke, you know, I feel like that's, you know, that's where his character ends up, you know, you know, developing that extra, he's already jealous of Locke, he becomes even more jealous of Locke at that point. Yeah. All right, well, enough cabin talk. Jeez, it's the, it's the black hole of conversation, I swear, of Locke's conversation, man, it's just... For an episode that has zero to do with the cat. Nothing to do with the cat. <laughs> it really is like, you know. And no matter how much you talk about it, we never get any closer to, to, to making peace with it. it I, never... I hate to even argue about it because, like, obviously the only reason we have an argument about it is that the, the story of the cabin is so, like, completely mm-hmm. ill-conceived. It's like... Yeah. It's it has so many pieces that just don't make sense or fit together in any way, and you know if that weren't the case, then we probably you know we wouldn't yeah. have <laughs> we would wouldn't like, have yeah, to have an argument about what was going on in the cabin. Yeah, <clears throat> but I I only said that to say that you know. Um, uh, what was my I don't even remember what my original point was. I had an original reason why I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you were right. Whatever that reason, whatever your point was, it's totally correct. All right, all right, good.
All right, everyone. Well, the join us next time. We'll be talking about the season one finale. And uh, we'll be done with season one uh, commentary series. Yay! Awesome. Uh, Until next time, thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.